Christine always builds in a buffer for me and they're helpful. I know, I know. You're probably like, where the heck am I going to find 20 spare minutes? But let me tell you, once things really start to stack up, you're going to want time for a quick breather, especially when you've been recording audio or video, like for an hour straight, you need to take a break. So a little bit of padding goes a long way. And, and in that buffer time, like after I record, let's say two or three episodes of this podcast, and I see that I've got some buffer time, I usually go downstairs and talk to Hobie. I give him a kiss. We have a little time to just like chat and check in with him, maybe grab a snack and I come back up. So I really do take the downtime. But if something goes over, then of course it becomes a cushion for that. But usually I get the buffer time. I'm Amy Porterfield, ex-corporate girl turned CEO of a multi-seven-figure business. But it wasn't all that long ago that I lacked the confidence, the budget, and the time to focus on growing my small but mighty business. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and you'll see the business I have today, one that changes lives and gives me more freedom than I ever thought possible, one that used to only exist as a daydream. I created the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur or one in the making who's looking to create a business that makes an impact and a life you love, you're in the right place, friend. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to Online Marketing Made Easy. I hope you are having an amazing day. One of the things that I get so many questions about from my audience is how I go about intentionally blocking my time to commit to tasks. So it sounds like such a simple thing, right? But let me tell you, there's definitely an art and a science behind how I block my time. And it's taken me a few years to really nail down, but I'm happy to report that I have a very specific formula for time blocking that helps me be very productive and stay on track. Now, when I say time blocking, I mean, if I need to record a podcast, if I need to write some content for a PDF, if I need to review a marketing strategy, all of that is different tasks that I time block. So it's just everything I do in the day. So since this is a hot topic, I thought I would record a really quick shorty episode for you and share how I set myself up to be productive and successful when I time block. When you run an online business, your marketing metrics will tell you what in your business is profitable and where you're throwing money away. Yikes. That's pretty important, right? Luckily, I've put together the Ultimate Marketing Metrics Checklist, which is a free resource that will guide you through tracking and analyzing the most crucial metrics for your business. And let me tell you, I'm going to keep it simple but effective. From evergreen data and revenue generation to podcast metrics and social media growth, this cheat sheet will cover it all. It's the exact one my team and I use to track our metrics on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual basis. Let me be honest here. This wasn't an overnight process win for me. It took me 10 years to build this comprehensive list and get it just right. But you, my friend, can start using it today 
tailoring it to suit your business specific needs, but not having to start from scratch like I did. Whether you're a seasoned marketer or just getting started, this cheat sheet will help you make informed decisions as you grow your business and empower you to move forward confidently. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics to get your hands on the ultimate marketing metrics cheat sheet now. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics. Okay, so first let's talk about why time blocking is important. For me, time blocking is crucial to my business because it helps me get really clear about the action items I'm going to be doing that day. I wake up knowing exactly what my outcomes are and what to expect. It also helps me to cruise through tasks without context switching. And especially now, since we work a four-day work week, minimal context switching is more important than ever. So that's why I do it in the first place. Now, it all starts through my Google Calendar and my project management tool, Asana, A-S-A-N-A. So if you've been listening for a while, you know that Asana has helped my team and I immensely. I'm an ultimate fan. I wish they had an affiliate program. They don't. And listen, Asana is a great tool to keep on track, even if you don't have a big team, meaning you can use it as a one woman or a one man show. I think it's a great idea. And even when I just had a few people on the team, we were using it. Now with 20 plus employees, everyone uses it. So each week or month, my executive assistant, Christine, and I know there are certain tasks coming my way that can be done in chunks of time. So we plan these chunks of time out in advance, even if I don't have the specifics of the task just yet. Like for example, my podcast manager will always have me recording podcast episodes about every six weeks. So before we even know the topics of the episodes or before we even have our Zencaster recording links created, we've put in time in my schedule, like a big block of time for me to commit to recording those. So Christine and I generally know how long it takes for me to complete something because we've been doing it for a while. But if she isn't sure how long to schedule something for, she just shoots me a quick slack and she'll say, how long do you think it would take for you to record these five videos? And I'll give her an estimate of time. I usually am more conservative versus aggressive, meaning giving myself more time. A few more examples of things I time block include recording videos for my courses, recording Instagram videos, meetings, the list goes on. Now, before we move on, I just want to say that what I love most about time blocking in my calendar is that I can quickly look at it and see what I have coming up and where I have extra wiggle room in my schedule. When you're setting up your schedule, I recommend putting in non-negotiables. So those may be things like doctor's appointments, dinner with your family, some personal care things like a massage or workouts in the morning and time with your loved ones. So you want to actually put that in your calendar and as much in advance as you can. Then I'd go and add your time blocks in. So once you have those in, it's so much easier to look at your schedule and add in other small tasks and appointments. So at this point, you have your calendar set up with non-negotiables and your big time blocks, those things that you're going to do, even though you might not have all the details yet, you know it needs to happen. So here's what happens next. My team assigns action items for me to complete in Asana. And again, these action items that I'm talking about are specific tasks that I can batch into chunks of time. So the task gets assigned to Christine. So this is very specific. 
my team assigns a task to my executive assistant, Christine, and she'll pop over to my Google calendar to see where this fits into my time blocks. Then she goes ahead and schedules it for the corresponding date in Asana, and she updates my Google calendar with more specifics about the task because we have more details about what I'm going to be batching. Now, there are two things that I recommend you do in this process. The first is to schedule buffer time. And if you're not sure how long something's going to take, always schedule longer than you think, just in case. So Christine always builds in a buffer for me and they're helpful. I know, I know, you're probably like, where the heck am I going to find 20 spare minutes? But let me tell you, once things really start to stack up, you're going to want time for a quick breather especially when you've been recording audio or video, like for an hour straight, you need to take a break. So a little bit of padding goes a long way. And and in that buffer time, like after I record, let's say two or three episodes of this podcast, and I see that I've got some buffer time, I usually go downstairs and talk to Hobie. I give him a kiss. We have a little time to just like chat and check in with him, maybe grab a snack and I come back up. So I really do take the downtime, but if something goes over, then of course it becomes a cushion for that. But usually I get the buffer time. Trust me on this one. Buffers are important. You'll see three or four on my calendar a day, 20 minute little chunks of time. So that's the first thing. And here's the second thing I recommend. If you're using a sauna or something similar, sync it to your calendar. Here's the part of the episode that if you're multitasking, you got to come back to me. You do not want to miss this. And I stumbled upon this. I didn't realize I needed it until I was like, something's missing here. And then a couple of years ago, Christine and I figured it out and it was like, boom, this is what it was. So again, I'm going to repeat it. Asana or your project management tool, let's say you wake up on a Monday morning and you have... 10 tasks in a sauna that are due that day. Christine, she's already taken those tasks and she's actually put them into my Google calendar in terms of how much time we think things are going to take. So I know in what order I'm doing things, but more importantly, I know that everything in a sauna has been given a time chunk on my calendar. So it's doable for the most part. I don't always knock everything out. Sometimes I just lose time and I can't get it done. But if there's a task in Asana for today, let's say record this exact episode, you can bet that there's a time slot on my calendar to record this episode. So my calendar matches my Asana tasks. And if you're a one man or a one woman show, you can still do this, whether it be on Sunday night for the whole week or the night before for the next day. And what's cool is that I'll go over to my calendar and this is a little extra. You don't have to do this, but I have an executive assistant to help me. I'll go to my calendar and let's say there is a task to review a script that was written for a video. If it says review DCA script, that's what it will say on my calendar. If I click on it in the calendar, it will actually link to the Asana task. So then I just go to the Asana task. There's all the details I need and you know, once I review it, where to put my notes and all of that. So my calendar, individual tasks are on there and they link to my Asana. Now you might think this is overkill. It is incredibly valuable. It changed everything for me in terms of how I manage my day. I highly recommend it. All right. So 
That's what I do to actually block out time on my calendar. But I also use my full focus planner to help me get the most use of my time blocks. So if you know me, then you know I love, love, love my full focus planner. And the way I use the full focus planner is to identify my top three priorities for the day. So the night before, I take a look at my calendar and I look at anything in Asana if I need some more information. And then I decide, okay, there might be 10 things I need to do tomorrow, but what are my top three priorities? Come rain or shine, these three things are getting done. And the full focus planner prompts you to do this. So I'm always deciding the night before. And what this does is it helps me prioritize. If I lose time, if things are getting kind of crazy and I'm like, oh my gosh, these are going over or I had an unexpected phone call I needed to take. Someone on the team was struggling and I needed to get on a phone call. It happens a lot. Then I know, okay, I'm not going to get this done and I'm not going to get that done, but I am going to get these three things done no matter what. And for the most part, it's pretty foolproof. Of course, I'm human and there are times that I get totally off track. And here's what I do when I get off track. I actually reach out to Christine via Slack or in an Asana task, depending on what I'm working on. And I'll say, okay, I was able to get this, this, and this done, but I did not get these these three things done. Can you please find a new time in the coming week or weeks that I can do them instead? I didn't always do that. And then I try to figure it out the next day and I'd have like three tasks that were overdue that I didn't get done. I try to fit them in the next day. And I thought, no, 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 let's have the pro my executive assistant, who is, she's like a calendar queen. Let's have her figure it out. So I will let her know what I did not get done. And the easiest way to do that is if you didn't complete an Asana task, I assign it back to her with a note that I didn't get to this. Can you help me find a new time to put it in my calendar? That way it's not all on me to figure it out because I've just ran out of time. So I sure as heck don't have extra time to figure that out, but she does. So I want to take a minute. And first of all, Full focus planner, having something physical at my desk to flip through is really valuable. I know that might seem overkill. Again, if I've got a full focus planner, I've got my calendar and Asana, it works for me. So if you like something tangible, amyporterfield.com forward slash full focus, amyporterfield.com forward slash full focus. It will take you right to the planners that I love. You can check it out. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers, and I know you're doing important work. And with that, you want to make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so to recap, Christine and I schedule out time blocks in my schedule along with the non-negotiables. Tasks are then assigned to me and Asana with more specifics. 
And Christine then syncs up my Google Cal with the Asana task. I then take a look at my schedule for the next day. So the night before when I'm doing a shutdown, you know, shutting down the day, I'll look at the next day before I go to bed and I write down my three priorities and my full focus planner for the next day. Then I check things off as I complete them. And if for some reason I can't get things done and it happens, I communicate with my EA. She finds a new time. We're moving on. So there you go. I hope you enjoyed this shorty episode. I know that's a lot. I am a planner by nature. That is one of my most favorite things to do is plan out projects, plan out my day, check things off. That's just my personality. So this works for me. This might not work for you, but I bet you can take one or two things that I just shared and make them work into your existing plan to get a little bit better, to up-level things. So consider Asana, consider using your Google Calendar to sync with your project plan tool, and consider a full focus planner. All right, my friends, thanks so much for hanging out with me. And if you'd be so kind, will you please share this episode with a friend? If you know you've got a friend who loves to plan things out, is looking to get more organized and streamlined, maybe they'll love this episode. And real quick, if you love my podcast, would you consider leaving me a review? I would so appreciate it. It helps immensely for other people to find this podcast. And we work so hard on delivering episodes we think you're going to love. So if we could spread the word, we would appreciate it. Leaving a review would help us do that. So if you have two minutes to leave me a review on any platform that you listen to, I'd greatly appreciate it. All right. Thanks so very much. And I'll see you Thursday for more entrepreneurial goodness. Same time, same place. Can't wait.